What happened to uh, women running onto pitches with their tits out? When did that? <laughs> is that not? That's that stopped being a thing, is that... hasn't it? Why is that not? A th- why is streaking not a thing anymore? <laughs> Welcome to the world famous Long Snapper podcast. This is Adam. Um, Mark's with me. Hi, Mark. Hello. Rich is here. Hi, Rich. All right, mate. Um, and you're not going to believe this. Um, Craig was supposed to be here. And last minute, <laughs> you'll never guess what has happened. Um, he's only going to turn up. No oh, way. <laughs> uh, you'll never guess he's just knocked on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Do Ofsted turn up at your house? Is that a thing? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Whatever, whatever. Sometimes. Craig's, Craig's just got really close with Inspector now, just spending all that time with him. <laughs> they're, they're, now, they're now like evaluate his performance at home. <laughs> good, good or satisfactory? Um, <laughs> or requires improvement? Um, they heard I was doing a quiz and, uh, you know. <laughs> it won't be satisfactory. Ray, Rachel's ability to get him a drink on demand. Needs improvement. Yes. That that is an audit I want to see. <laughs> I bet I bet there are a few bribes fly around when Ofsted are involved. There's 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 some backhanders going on. Um, if there's backhanders going on about your rating, <laughs> surely backhanders could be had in terms of when they conveniently turn up to inspect. Yeah, I'm in a bit of a hole. Um, I'm in a bit of a I hole. haven't written I've the quiz. I've written a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we spent a lot of time this evening writing the quiz for him. Yeah, uh, uh, that is that is very Ofsted. <laughs> Adam, it's funny you say that because uh, of all of us, um, if there was to be an Ofsted inspector, it, it would be you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not even denying it. No, no. I mean, that's that's a. I'm definitely one of those in another life. <laughs> I'd like to think I'd let a lot go. You know, no, mate. Think... They check stuff like fridge <laughs> temperatures. That's right up your Shraza. <laughs> <laughs> Have you labelled? <laughs> oh dear, um, I don't know what this image is that you have of me. It's entirely fair, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's happening. The Craig Super Bowl quiz. Now, this is fifth of October at time of recording. The Super Bowl was what early Feb. We're closer to the next one. But I'm not. I'm not going to complain. Don't worry is. about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it? Could it be any more on brand? <laughs> I hope not. What have you got for us? So, yeah. So we're going to play a game. Strap uh, in, strap kinda... lads. Here it is. It's arrived. <laughs> Here we go. Which <laughs> it's happening. It is going to be great fun. It's going to be great fun for me. Um, so. Uh, we're going to play a bit of a game. Um, so the original idea, the reason it was very frustrating was it was going to be... Has anyone played the meme game? It's already Where coming it's like... why it's going to be... <laughs> 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 the original idea was this. No, if, if anything, the original I think, idea was I think, actually, terrible. I've got to say, Craig, <laughs> I think your your explanation of the rules is probably my favourite bit of your quiz. <laughs> this so is going to be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really this is going to be fantastic. Uh, so yeah, it was inspired loosely by the meme game. I realised getting all different pictures to everybody individually without sharing it amongst yourselves and then 
picking a load of different scenarios for everyone individually was just well, a bit too much work than I was willing to put in. So <laughs> we've got an alternative. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to play a game to understand uh, our football personalities. Um, so basically, uh, I've sent you um, no, I've sent you some information. The way we'll be scoring uh, the questions is you can get up to three points. One point will be for how funny it is. Two points will be for whether you've been able to display knowledge and link it to reality. And a third bonus point will be for whether I like it or not. This so, really sounds nice, like nice an offset inspection. Like, that's <laughs> exactly what they do, isn't it? Clear, 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 clear criteria, exactly. And he's frozen. That Brilliant. Is, that is incredible. <laughs> I'm glad we moved to Zoom. <laughs> I mean, Zoom, Skype, um, Riverside, you you name it. Um, they can't they can't deal with this. Uh, about 40. <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back. Oh, there he is. He's back. 39. Aha. Uh-huh. Did I have a little freeze? Yeah, yeah. Just just that, I'm, 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 I'm basically inclined to just plough on and hope that you get it. <laughs> so, I love so this I'm because so, now we're playing quiz the way Craig plays every quiz without knowing <laughs> half of the rules. I have the impression that the rules don't really matter. <laughs> they, they don't. They, they do not. So um, I've sent you all for round one. I've sent you all some questions. We're going to find out what people think about themselves. We're going to find out what people think about each other. And we're going to find out what people think about the pod in football terms. So we are going to go Mark first. Mark, you was uh, sent some information. Um, 39 minutes to prepare. Mark, what NFL player are you most like? Uh, what NFL player am I most like? So I had a quick think about this and someone who has a little bit too much to say um doesn't really know when to shut up um isn't afraid to shout about their annoying political opinions doesn't really care what everybody else thinks and ultimately is just a little bit too annoying for his own good i'm cole beasley oh oh (laughs) i almost went for that oh oh Oh, nice nice mark mark i I kind of kind of like it so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two points for that it was funny and I kind of liked it and it's kind of reality but I didn't display enough knowledge for me I want some football knowledge so you're going to get two points Adam who are you most like I'm a bit concerned if if Mark's answer isn't good enough I mean that he's put much <laughs> he's put more thought into that than I have in this um, I mean I'm I've not I'm not an athlete I'm not talented enough to play a proper position um, on the on the football field, so I see myself. I, I'm a niche guy, right? I see myself as as niche. Um, obviously, niche I'm going to be I'm going to be a punter. <laughs> um, and I'd love to, I'd love to say it's Brett Kern, um, but in reality, it's probably the the guy who came in to deputise with Brett Kern, shanked a punt um, 15 yards from where he was trying to kick it from, and lost us a game. And Trevor Daniel. So there you go. Um, extremely niche. Not prepared, like to, not prepared to uh, put his body on the line and not even good at what he does. Trevor Daniel. I like it, Adam. I've, I've, re- I've, re- I've written the words semi-funny, so you're not getting a point for that, but plenty <laughs> plenty of reality slash knowledge. So you're going to get one point. Rich, I'm who going, are you most like? I'm going with 
Mr. Blankenship because he thinks he's a bit quirky and stylish, but actually no one else agrees with him. He is usually reliable <laughs> in normal standard situations, but under pressure he falls apart, just like me and a quiz. Ah, good. Uh, I, I'm I gonna think give his you... haircut's a bit too good. But... <laughs> uh, Adam, Adam, Adam's, Adam's shooting for bonus points. I'm gonna give you one. Adam, oh, you get an extra dick. point for that. Rich, you get one point. <laughs> right, Adam we're gonna move on. an extra point for making an unoriginal joke that he makes every week. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if that's for us, then what is? <laughs> yeah, giving you a flavour of what to expect. Rich, you can go first though. Yeah. Player or uh... no? That's wrong. Here we go. This is where it all falls apart. Yes. This is what. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> Wait, no, no, stop. <laughs> Why is it right? I've written that. that... Describe a player someone on the pod is most like. That is not written on my screen. What's that? Rich, describe a player someone on the pod is most like. I, I was tempted to say Craig and Philip Rivers just to see how angry you got, but actually, <laughs> uh, I've, that I've... is my, that's minus points already. Carry on. <laughs> Worth You're it. Clawing your way back. That's minus five. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I have gone with Mark. And I did almost go for the same player Mark went with for the same reasons, but actually for very similar for very similar right, reasons, Jen. I picked a different player, which is Richard Sherman, who loves the sound of his voice far too much, and he's a bit of a prick, but you don't mind that so much when he's on your team. <laughs> Thanks, mate. A little bit, a little, a little bit of knowledge and reality there. I'm going to give you one point, uh, and that's brought you. That's actually two points you got. Brilliant. That, but you came back from minus one, so you got one point. Adam. Describe somebody on the pod. Um, just to prove it, I don't think you noticed, but Mark and Rich definitely both noticed. I've also picked Richard Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm looking at it. That was really brilliant. Um, okay. Minus one kind point of, then. Kind of similar, <laughs> similar reasons um, to a certain extent. Um, Rich, you're, you're your namesake, Richard Sherman. Absolutely, throughout your entire life slash career, obsessed in a weird way with the San Francisco 49ers won't shut up about them angry rants here and there um, just under your skin um, in an unhealthy way nobody else is interested um, self-obsessed um, that's you Richard Sherman um, I definitely mean some of that <laughs> I've given you one point I don't like it that much and I didn't find it that fun Mark tell us about someone else on the pod I'm definitely losing points here chaps <laughs> <laughs> so a player someone else is like uh came onto the scene big and flashy promise much look the part I see where this reliable, is going brilliant part, <laughs> i know he's gonna lose this quiz <laughs> solid performer now recently though gone a bit off the boil a bit average <laughs> and in all honesty rarely shows up um craig is ezekiel elliott <laughs> Well, I thought you were going to go Antonio oh. Brown there for a second. I'm going to give you, I was, I'm actually going to give you zero points. I was going to be minus, but because I, I love Zeke so much, I'm going to allow it. I thought you were like Zeke. Man, like Zeke. Right, Adam, you can go first. Describe a team the pod is most like. Okay. This 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 is a slam dunk, right? A bit unreliable. Yeah, we... Now, I wonder if we've all got the same answers. I think I, I fear that we might. I'm glad I'm going first here. You know, we, we turn up for all 17 weeks of the season. Um, 
you know, we, we're not around in the off-season. We're not thinking about football in the off-season. We've got other things to worry about. Um, we're, we're not prepared. Unreliable, up and down when we do show up. You know, some, sometimes sometimes exciting, sometimes an absolute clusterfuck. Um, obviously, with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> oh, mate. I was with you until you said Detroit. That is, <laughs> that is, no, no, I the don't Jets? like that at all. <laughs> yeah, I would have taken the Jets. You get one point. Rich, your answer. Uh, I'm going to go with a team that is brimming with talent with uh, talent but constantly <laughs> fucking points. themselves over <laughs> so the Chargers <laughs> challenge challenge <laughs> or, or alternatively if you want to say we've, we've got zero talent whatsoever and are constantly fucking ourselves over then it's the Browns I did I did think, you know, you did get think no about the flip flopping mate pick a line stick with it Mark <laughs> Uh, so I, I'm, I, I'm with you, Adam. It's a slam dunk for me as well. Uh, I think ultimately um, we're, we're quite fun to watch. Um, maybe similar to the Detroit Lions, especially this season, we're maybe a little bit too offensive to be very successful. Oh, um, no. Ultimately, though, lacking a lot of areas, really unreliable and failed to deliver. I agree with you, we are the Detroit Lions. Oh, God, no. Why is, there, why is there a didgeridoo in the background and whose is it? I've had two people say the same answer. Craig still won't have it. <laughs> you both get one point. You I like the argument. The, the argument was on the way. But I was, I was I really like, chuffed with my too offensive to be successful line. I was really pleased with that. <laughs> it, was, it was okay. But Thanks, stop talking about it. Right, uh, let's go. Adam. No, Mark, you can start. Who would make the best head coach? Well, they say those who can't coach. Um, so <laughs> after 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 watching his kicking display, we all know that Russ definitely can't. Um, as oh, with sure. all head coaches, I think he would spend the majority of his days days playing golf, getting drunk, and ultimately letting the team get away with anything. So I, uh, for me, it is Russ Milson as head coach of my team. Yeah, I'll take that. That's two points. I mean, he'd be a pretty shit head coach, but he'd care. Uh, Adam, you'd, <laughs> you'd have a good time, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. The team would enjoy it, I think. <laughs> Where's coach? Is it, we've got a meeting. Oh, he's playing golf or he's getting a massage. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, right. let's go. Okay. Um, to me, this is obvious. Now, I, I don't, I don't want to have fun. I want to I win. Um, I want to run through walls for my head coach. Um, who would would you? Why would you not have somebody who has already got a proven track record at coaching in martial arts? Now, whether that translates oh, oh. to football, I, I don't know. Um, Craig Craig Edmonds is my head coach, and he would have me running through a wall. If that doesn't work, I'm fighting the opposition. Um, well, played, he's well played, Adam gets the first three pointer. That was that, obvious. That well is, done, sir. That well is done. Some genuinely obnoxious <laughs> cocksucking. <down there. laughs> Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Rich, let's go. <laughs> uh, I've I've gone with Russ, but for a simpler reason because he's he's quite happy to just jump to whichever team will have him next after he gets sacked from his previous <laughs> one. That's good. That's, That's good. good. Rich will get two points there. All right, uh, last of this round. Mark, no, Rich, you start. Who's I mean, this the best GM. This one seems really obvious to me. It's got to be Pat. He's the most thoughtful. He's the most, you know, 
reasonable of the lot of us. He's a man who can put a team together, think through all of the benefits of all the different things. You know the man's got it sorted. He's, he's clinical, he's, he's sensible, he's the man for the job. That is two points. Uh, wasn't funny though. <laughs> Let's go, Adam. Well, I mean, it's it's Pat for me as well, um, for, for some of the similar reasons. But ultimately, let's face it, on day three of the NFL draft every year, who else is still paying attention to who's available on that draft board? <laughs> <laughs> I've got that exact line in mind. Won't be counted twice, I'm afraid. There he goes. That's two threes in a row. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> uh, so I've got the, the only man on the pod to command respect. He's the man with all the contacts, who was proven last week when he managed to get someone from a different pod at short notice to come on the show. Um, the man who'll get things done and say what I he's feel like that was another shot. Mark, I don't think you get the game. <laughs> that, was, that, was about, that was about Pat getting someone. I wasn't there last week. Um, <laughs> he'll also have a spreadsheet containing every detail on every player in the league. And as Adam said, he's the only guy who's still be bothering to watch the draft at the end of day three. Um, and basically, any other GM will think he's far too nice a bloke to be able to say no when he requests a trade. So Pat is my GM. Unanimous. That is the correct answer. Mark, you get two points. So at the end of the first round, Rich, third with six points. Mark, second, seven. Adam, first with ten. It's right, funny how Adam started picking up a lot more points after he sucked your... Uh... <laughs> with that last oh, time. look at that. It's funny. Rich is on five points. Imagine that. Wowzers. Okay. <laughs> Second round. Quick fire round. I asked a few questions. Try and understand our approach. And we're going to guess what each other would do in said position. So, there are three questions. Four questions. Would you? Are you the type of guy to call a Philly special or run the ball? Are you looking for field position? Or would you take the risk of an onside kick? Do you want the number one pick in the draft? Or are you going to go big and free agency? Or you going to spread them out and play West Coast offense? Or do you like the wishbone? So, Rich, you are going to guess for Mark. One point for every right correct answer. Oh, I reckon Mark is a Philly special man. I reckon he would go for field position over an onside kick I reckon he's uh, he's a draft man number one pick I mean he's a Bills fan so you know they love a high pick and uh, there's an extra point well done there's Let's a point back. right you got your point back for a shot of Mark I liked it uh, um, you got two out four Mark would run the ball Mark would play like field position Mark is indeed building through the draft, but Mark went West Coast offense. Mark, you're going to guess at Adam. Okay. Adam's definitely running the ball. He's also taking field position. I'm saying he's going for a splashy free agent signing, and he loves a wishbone with his, uh, his big, strong running back. Mark, you're two out of four. He would indeed run the ball. He would play field position. He would go number one pick. And to my surprise, he said West Coast There's offense. There's no I way mean, he's a West Coast guy. What are guy? you talking he's lying. about? He's a liar. I agree with you. You're a liar. 
<laughs> You're just Craig, taking the sexy question option. when I said it. But no, at it, the it, time, it's, it's sexy not a charge or a West Coast. <laughs> West Coast offense Take a point can be off quite it. He's lying. Controlled, boring. <laughs> exactly. No way. Especially not at the time. There's no way Adams going from a run pass of uh, option wishbone type offense to West Coast. Never worked. No way in a million years. Too risky. Yeah, I agree. Adam, though, no, you're going all his points. Take all his points <laughs> off him for lying. <laughs> Adam, you're gonna guess for Rich. All right, Rich. Oh, I think with Shanahan's probably bluffed him into thinking that it would be a good idea to run the Philly special. It's the sort of thing he'd do. Um, so let, let's go with that. Um, I, I'm going to say flashy onside kick. Why not? Um, let's let's go a bit different here. Um, what was the what was the next thing? Number one pick or number free agency? Pick. Oh, number one pick. You know, he was constant, constantly attempting to find another Jimmy G um, at the top of the draft, constantly failing. Um, and then obviously, it's West Coast offense. He supports a West Coast team. That that seems that should go without saying. <laughs> the West Coast offense team. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, and Adam, who only runs the ball. <laughs> Adam with a clean sweep, fourteen. That is although very, although completely very nice. fucking wrong. Shanahan would never do a Philly special. He's far too cautious. Well, I got the point. So my, my reason <laughs> doesn't did. matter if it's flawed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's very quiz. <laughs> right. Last round. Three simple questions. Quick fire answers. You have not seen these questions beforehand. You have no more than three seconds to answer. Once you've given your answer, you've then got a further five seconds to make it funny. Again, one, two, or three points. We're going to go Mark first. Mark? of the Long Snapper podcast. Who is the Long Snapper? Uh, Rich. <laughs> okay, not going to make it funny. That's fine. Oh, sorry. I thought point, you right? were going to say that. No, 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 no. <laughs> only, because, only because I've not said him for anything else yet. And, uh, and I was worried he was feeling a little bit left out. So that's why I'm oh, <laughs> I was going to give you two wow. points, but I'm going to give you one for trying to make it cleaner. Adam, who's the Long Snapper? Um, it's it's got to be Russ. I mean, he yeah. he has proved he's shit at kicking, so he's got to have a talent somewhere. Let's hope it's that. Adam, see, Adam knows how to play the game. I'll play. Rich, who's the long snapper? I was going to say Russ as well because he knows what he's doing with some oval balls, and he's a big. Oh! Hey, there's three points for Rich. Well done, my friend. That was... Rich, you go first. Who's banking? Who are you banking on for the walk-off touchdown pass? Mm. Out, out of us lot, Jesus. Oh, I'm gonna say, Christ, I don't even know. Christ, I don't want to say you. It, You're the Christ, obvious answer, which is Christ annoying. guest appearance on this show was a good one. <laughs> uh, I heard that, so I'm gonna give you one point anyway, Rich, just because you're right. But carry on. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you're the man with an ego big enough to try and make that oh, last second and he lost, touchdown pass. And he, he lost it right at the end. One point. <laughs> Mark. Uh, yeah, Mark. Who are you banking on? Walk-off TD pass. Uh, uh, how many points am I behind? <laughs> <laughs> so there's only one man for the job. No. He's, the, uh, he's the handsome. He's the debonair. He's the leader. Um, you know, he's the he's the only one with the, he's only the only one with the talent to be able to carry it off. 
he's got the he's got the ability. He's got the looks. He's got the panache. It's Dougie Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming because I heard Adam. You get one point, Adam. Oh, all right. This this is you're not going to expect this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Pat because I'm going to give you two points. It's that. not. It's it's reliability. You want somebody you trust in that situation. And I quite agree, Adam. And the final question: close us out. Who's most likely to buck humble? <laughs> um, well, I might I might regret saying this, um, but I mean it, it's despite the way I played this entire quiz, I'm going in a different direction. Craig, I'm sorry, this is you. Um, you know, you've butt fumbled every week in the lead up to this for about six months. I've got, I'm, I'm going to be here with you, quiz. Um, it's coming. Um, and then, you know, just, just something comes up at the last minute, out seemingly out of your control. Um, but yeah, obviously, it is in your control. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely you. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to reserve my judgment. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> Mark, you're up. God, um, I mean, I would say it's probably Russ. Um, you know, just he, he strikes me as the man that will not care where he's going, but plow headfirst into it anyway. Um, yeah, just, you know, bl- blind ignorance and just a charge forward into someone else's ass. Good for him. That's, uh, that's the correct answer. Well done, Mark. Uh, Thanks. And uh, Rich. <laughs> Yeah, I've already picked him as long snapper, but I do think this is Russ as well, just because he doesn't give two shits and he'll do anything for a laugh. Again, correct answer. Two points for Russ. Okay, two points for Rich. So, at the end of that, firstly, firstly <laughs> m- 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 most importantly, I had a great time. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> but, but, for the sake of the game, <laughs> Adam, play yourself some music. Thank you. Um, that was worth it. That was worth the wait. I was enjoyed it? that very much. <laughs> um, even though I thought of the perfect answer for who should throw the touchdown pass uh, just a little bit too late. And that would be, it seems really obvious now, the only member of this podcast who is actually a quarterback, Martin Brown. Um, why, didn't, why didn't I say that when it counted? Who? It's funny how that name didn't come to mind immediately. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's strange that, isn't it? Yeah. That was everything I thought it hoped and hoped it would be, Craig. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely worth the uh, the seven months of wait. <laughs> what were you doing during those seven months? Mate, I told you the quiz been never time. It's been, it's been there for ages. I just had shit going on, man. There's like 10 total questions and we had to do most of the work. <laughs> I wasn't written a quiz. This just made us give arbitrary opinions about other people. And then scored it out over the fucking girls' like. scored it out over the crappy lines. He's not been trolling shit about other people on the podcast. Yeah, two points, whatever. Honestly. <laughs> what I'm hoping is that Pat's been sat there scoring this himself. And the score's yeah. Yeah. Pat'll be scoring it accurately. Oh mate. Honestly, that was bad. Uh, amazing. But why are we here? Why are we here? I can't remember. Um, I'm no idea. 
Question one. Imagine that in university challenge. Question one. What do you think about? What do you think about your university? Three points, wrong. No, 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 no. What would you? Who is your university president? I did like. I did like in his text message instruction. That was its own line. Make it funny. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, just what you want from every good quiz. Oh, mate. That was... I, I, <laughs> yeah. oh, I think we've really. all learned something. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, let's, let's do some other stuff. Well, I don't know. We don't have to do other stuff. Um, but I prepared other stuff, so That'll I don't, do. want waste, don't want to waste that. Um, all right, we are, we've had four weeks of the season, so let's review week four with some one-sentence reviews. And starting with Miami 15, Cincinnati 27. After Tua gets hit and is carted off to miss a game he should never have started in the first place, the Bengals had more enough to dispatch of the Dolphins. Minnesota 28, New Orleans 25. This game is why I love this sport. You have the, the Saints without their best quarterback, running back or wide receiver, and yet they take a thrilling game to a last second double doink field goal attempt. Outstanding. Tennessee 24, Indianapolis 17. Tennessee had this all wrapped up at 24-3 and Adam's blood pressure has been absolutely fine this week. <laughs> Not just this week. Cleveland 20, Atlanta 23. Pretty sloppy football played by both teams here. Atlanta edge a close one that they probably didn't deserve. Buffalo 23, Baltimore 20. Apparently even John Harbour makes mistakes sometimes. Washington 10, Dallas 25. Cooper Rush gets his fourth straight win as Cowboys QB against the Moribund Commanders. Still not convinced the Cowboys are any good though. Uh, Seattle 48, Detroit 45. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Scorigami. LA Chargers 34, Houston 24. Routine one this. Houston can be encouraged as their RB continues to look like he can certainly play in this league. Chicago 12, New York Giants 20. Daniel Jones rushed for two touchdowns before Saquon Barkley's quarterbacking skills closed out this game. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jacksonville 21, Philadelphia 29. Despite Trev beginning to show why it was the number one pick in the draft, the Eagles roll on to another big win in the tough, wet conditions. Uh, New York Jets 24, Pittsburgh 20. Zach was back and managed to lead the Jets on a late fourth quarter drive to get one over on the Steelers on the debut of the Kenny Pickett era. Arizona 26, Carolina 16. I guess you'd call this an ugly win for the Cards. They're not quite firing, but the defensive running game helped them get it done this time. New England 24, Green Bay 27. Oh, Green Bay, you almost got Belichick. <laughs> uh, Denver 23, Las Vegas 32. Lots to worry about for the Broncos, but their inability to stop the Raiders when it counts must concern them even worse than their offensive woes. I can't believe I wrote that. Um, which are now added to with the season-ending injury to Javonte Williams. That was appalling. Kansas City 41, Tampa Bay 31. Tough week for Brady. For all the challenges the man currently faces, he can rest easy after this result. Beat all ends up fair and square by the alien that is Pat Mahomes. 
four, Tom. And finally, LA Rams, nine, San Francisco, 24. So the pattern is clear. The 49ers will rely on Debo and defense from here on in. And if they can play the 49ers every week, they probably never lose again. You mean the Rams? That's it. <laughs> this is an absolute joke, isn't it? What? How long have we been doing this? <laughs> like I said, with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, also, well, let's start there. Let's start there where you just finished. Um, Pat, um, post, Pat wanted us to ask the question of how on earth a, a team that looks so moribund against the Broncos um, ends up going and beating the Super Bowl champion LA Rams pretty convincingly. Um, I don't want to go. I don't want to stay here for too long, um, obviously. Uh, but Rich, what changed week on week? Um, we played the Rams. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but Shanahan just is it has their six number. in a row or something. Like regular it? season, I think that's number seven, seven mm-hmm. and zero against them. And it's only that loss in the in you know just a minor game in the playoffs um, that's the blot on that record. I think it's the way the teams are set up, the, just the way that we play against the way they play seems to mesh badly for them and well for us. But you know it's. It, it's one of those things. We we got the run game going. We got Debo going, which was important. Um, Jimmy didn't make mistakes, which is the best version of Jimmy. Um, so all you can hope for. Well, he wasn't he wasn't terrible. Um, he he made some good passes. He's I think you know it's one of those things. Shanahan knows what he's got there, so he's just got to make the most of it. Uh, and the Rams just seem to not turn up against us. Aaron Donald. I think he's got one sack in six games against us at the moment. Some ridiculous stat like that. Um, he just They just don't seem to be able to play against us the way we like to play. One thing I heard somebody say was that the Rams seem to shit the bed against physical football teams. Um, they don't and- like a hard running football team against them. They like to be, they've got their weapons are set up to play against teams who like to pass. And we're not a team that does a lot of that. Funny enough, the Tennessee destroyed them a year ago in a similar way. Um, yep. Just had that all over Matthew Stafford um, and the yeah the other side of the ball. Um, lots. Yeah, they're they're lots an incredible the pass rushing defense. Or well, they don't quite. I mean, they don't have that defense anymore. They're they're way off in terms of what they were last year. But even last year, they were focused on being a a pass stopping defense more than a run stopping defense, um, and. We're just a team that's able to take advantage of that. You looked, you look at how they played against Arizona, and Arizona were looking to pass the ball on them. They were looking to, you know, get get um, Kyler on rollouts and things like that. And and the Rams knew exactly what they were doing, contain them, and they've got a great secondary which allows them to shut a lot of that stuff down. That secondary does not like making tackles, as we saw when Devo scored his touchdown. I counted five players that I thought should have tackled him. And, but as I, as I, I didn't wasn't frivolous by saying it, but the common link is a talented player evading them, right? So it's you could look at it both ways. We see we've seen that with Derek Henry before, where you look at on the face of it, why aren't you why aren't you able to tackle him? Well, actually, he's phenomenally quick and he's a beast. It's sorry, quite difficult sorry. to do. So, so we're not we're not going to talk about the quarterback. 
I mean, I enjoyed that's Dancey narrative. That's what I'm saying. That's what you want to do. Not one person. All this chit chat about physical this, but no one wants to talk about. I was talking Quarter... about tackle okay. on a tackle, Debo Samuel. That's not Matt Stafford's job. Craig, Craig, I got no issue right. with us cool, talking cool, about cool. how effective Nick Bosa and all were uh, were against that offensive line and, and in terms of sacking Stafford. What so yeah, joke. you go ahead. What a joke, mate. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you heard. Our, our pod last week. Um, we obviously had a, had a, a Rams fan chatting to us. I don't, I don't think Matt Stafford came up in a big way. Um, but is is that your is that your view that this is just that it is like his fault they lost? With, everything every, every, everything wrong with Matt Stafford. Don't get me wrong. Debo Samuel does that stuff. Love to watch it. I turned up, which is patchy. Um, so there were some things that they did on offense that meant that, you know, Stafford didn't really have a chance to start chucking it about willy-nilly in the fourth quarter and somehow pull one out after his defense has played lights out for four quarters. He got caught out, like I say, careless with the football, most interceptions. We killed Jameis. Jameis Winston and Matthew Stafford. This is what I'm saying. I'm not hating on Matthew Stafford. This is why I'm not hating on him at all. He's a... Very, very serviceable quarterback, but I do think he gets a bligh for things that just astound him. Like I say, James Winston killed, makes exactly the same type of mistakes. Uh, when you've got such talent on offense and the best route runner in the league, comfortably, has been for many, many years, and you're missing Cooper Cup's bailing you out every two, left, right, and center on, on his back hip. Too low, too high. It's at some point, guys got to take some responsibility. Just being a step up from Jared Goff, only really due to, I guess, bottle and mobility. Like I think it's more mental than it was physical. I think Matt Stafford was very comfortable in losing that game. Oh, I don't. I don't think he played particularly well, um, other than the connection that he's got with um, with Cup. But the bigger issue was the run game for them. They got. 57 yards rushing off 18 attempts like that you can't win a game against the Niners unless you can get the run game going and a lot of teams have been able to and they just couldn't that offense just it wasn't balanced and he was constantly looking for cup as his safety they could, they could whenever he the, could they couldn't move the ball I don't, I don't think they've got as much talent uh, to help him as they did last year they absolutely say, well, say what you like about Stafford he doesn't have the receiving core that he did a year ago and the and the the, sure, the ground game's weird. I don't know what's anymore. I don't know what's going on with Cam Akers. Well, I don't think he's fully recovered from that injury. I don't think he doesn't look, or at least in that game, he didn't look like the player that he was before he got injured. But I think there are other issues. You know, you look at Alan Robinson. Everyone, I think, was expecting him to turn up there and do things, and he hasn't so far, at least. Um, and that may, you know, as Craig suggests, that may be on the quarterback more than it is him, but. That quarterback was making Bobby Trees look like a, a genius. He was making OBJ look extremely serviceable, who obviously is a great player, so you'd expect that. But Alan Robinson was was brilliant at the Bears for years, and now, what, he's just a nothing bit role player? That doesn't seem right to me. Mm. Okay. I think probably enough Rams chat. Um, yeah, fuck the Rams. Craig, just, just out of uh, the fact that 
other than when we got together and recorded the little chat because the Jets had that ridiculous win and you wanted to get it off your chest. I get that. Um, they've got a second victory. Um, I, I'm guessing more to come. <laughs> it was, I mean, the, the Steelers, the Steelers, I think, have got a, a shambles, um, really. Um, they're about to about to change their quarterback rightly. Um, it's going to be a down year for them, but you know, nev- nevertheless, you got it done. When probably at one point you were doubting that. I think it was certainly a um, like it was a it was an important win to get done. I said before the game, it's one of them. Um, for the longest, for the Jets, you've just been looking at progress and performance, progress and performance. But actually, it felt very much like we needed to get a win. We need to show that we can win. Um, and it wasn't pretty for long periods. I'll be honest, a lot of questions, particularly on offense, our offensive line um, continues to be a question of concern. But I think a couple of things happened in that game that helped us out. We've got such a good secondary. The hype is real with Source Gardner. Like it is, he is he is elite. Um, and <clears throat> I actually think, and you know what, a big fan I am of Tomlin. I'm a massive Mike Tomlin fan. But I actually think he made a mistake in this game. I think everyone could anticipate the quarterback change. I think you knew the minute Trubisky struggles, there's a short leash. But I just think he made the move too early. I think that interception. You almost felt it was going to happen. Um, they hand it off, hand it off, hand it off. You almost, you knew there was a shot coming. You, it just felt like it was going to happen. I think you put a rookie out there with such such a significant portion of the game to go, and he turns the ball over like that. I just felt it gave the Jets exactly the opportunity they needed. Um, Zach played well. Good to see him back and. All of the best things and all of the worst things about Zach Wilson we saw that day. But the defining uh, takeaway, Joe Flacco doesn't win us that game, right? He, he, can't, he can't make those throws. He can't get out of that pressure. There's, there's things he, he just simply wouldn't have been able to do, and Zach can. So the win was the most important thing. A win is a win is a win. And, uh, yeah, defense that's mean. Quan Alexander, <laughs> baller. Proper, proper baller. Um, yeah, man. It's going to be an exciting year. I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do next year, but it'd be great if um pull out a few of these wins, a few exciting wins, keep developing. Yeah. Zach nice. Wilson's the future rather than Joe Flacco. Who knew? <laughs> the thing about Zach Wilson this year versus the games that he played last year is he looked more, he looked more comfortable. He looked more in control of, of, the offense he looked like he knew what he was trying to do a lot of the time and i don't know that i'd seen that from him last year and if if he takes that step forward this year that he's capable of he could be a player there um i think there's i think there's some some positive stuff to come and i do think they'll they've still got leeway this year you know if they went five or six wins i don't think they're going to clean house i think they'll give him another an, at least another year to start getting above 500. Um, I think the Jets are, a, 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 they're an improving side. I think we said this before the season and I think they're, they're proving that they're going to be up and down at times. I think the worst thing that they've got going for them this season is that the schedule looks quite tricky. Well, yeah, but if it's a, if it's a season that you're not looking to make the, well, you're obviously looking to make the playoffs, but you're not realistically um, there. It's not the worst thing to test yourself. 
uh, within reason, yeah. obviously. But. There just don't seem to be that many easy teams on the schedule for the Jets. Have they, they've, I don't know. Have they played Buffalo yet? Not yet. Uh, still got That's two wins. Miami twice, Buffalo yeah. twice. Yeah, true. easy, easy, easy. <laughs> the I think Pats, right? It's also can't be like the, the Steelers didn't help themselves in a few ways. Craig's alluded to the fact that the QB change, which felt rushed to me, I didn't, I didn't think that that warranted um, making that I, move. Trubisky was always going to have such a short leash. Like his history, think, yeah. everything you'd think about him. I don't think he was any worse in the first half of this game than he had been previously. So if you'd already seen stuff from him where you were like, uh, this guy's, it's just not going well, surely you you'd allow... Mitch Trubisky, right? There's no... Right. But surely you'd, surely you'd want to make... <laughs> you'd want to make the change when your rookies had a week's worth of snaps with the first team and, and taking control of the offence rather than throw him in halfway through a game. And there's a bit of me that wonders if they've done it because, like, they didn't want his first game to be away at Buffalo, which is now his, like, that's next week for him. So I sort of get that. Um, and he, he did okay, I suppose. But I, I think the Steelers were as much hampered in that final drive by the fact that they lost Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick to injury. Minka Fitzpatrick possibly for a long while. Um, whether the Jets managed to play that final drive the way that they did without arguably the best safety in the league and Cam Hayward still on the D-line. Who knows? But it certainly didn't help. I mean, I guess that's that that in itself is 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 part of football. Yeah, um, yeah. But I do yeah, think, no question. you know, I think the... Look, circumstance, I definitely like... I, I don't... I didn't like the QB move. I think it was too much asking. You needed a pro to come in and manage the game at that point. You know, putting a young boy in to... No, but at least he's done it at home. It makes a bit more sense where the crowd are going to be behind him. Yeah, because like I said, you chuck, I him, you you chuck him in at Buffalo next he, week. He goes it beaten up and it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I but I don't, I don't, doesn't seem very nice. I don't like the look of, I mean, that offensive line is terrible, particularly in pass protection and coming in as a rookie, you know, you've got the second half of that game and the Jets have got a good defensive front and then you're going to play the Bills in the next game. It's not like you're going to go back to Trubisky for that game. And you, I mean, he could get slaughtered back there. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. We've got the a team we don't tend to talk about that much, and I don't think for any particular reason. Um, are the only unbeaten team in the NFL. And it's about the, time it's that because we... they're in the NFC East, and we're programmed to think. I know, NFC I know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but the, I, the, I also think. I think it's partly that also that the NFC East is overhyped constantly annoying. by everybody yeah. and annoying and irritating. Um, they, yeah, only unbeaten team, which seems unusual this early in the season. Um, but okay, they've, they've beaten the Jags in, on a filthy day in Philly where they, they had a bad start. They were, they were behind. Uh, but obviously you're, you're unbeaten. You've dealt with everything that's been thrown at you. Um, Jalen Hurts, I've not, I've probably I've not, maybe not watched that much of the Eagles compared to some teams, but he seems to be leading that team very well. I don't know if huh, probably I mean, unfair I, to say you had doubt, we had think, doubts about I, him. Maybe that's harsh. I think you. I think the, with the, the Eagles, I think they've looked exciting. Jalen Hurts looks decent. There's there's a bit going for it, but you do have to caveat it with who they've played so far. Um, they beat the Lions by three points. They've played the Commanders and they've played the Jaguars. And I know that the Jaguars have looked all right themselves, but they're still the Jaguars. 
um like i tell me how they how they are when they've played you know their their schedule is so friendly especially in the first half of the season after this week cardinals cowboys steelers texans commanders colts um it's, you, you're talking about you know you're playing what's supposedly a good team until the end of november um that might be that might be enough to get them through um, but there's still something about them for me that doesn't say doesn't scream Super Bowl contender yet. See, I, I disagree with that. I think three of the four teams that they played are at least hard teams you, to win you against. Can't, you can't you can't deny it with those teams that they're playing. Oh, the upcoming schedule's a lot easier, but I think that Jacksonville defense is a lot harder than anyone expected them to be. Uh, the Vikings are a good team this year, and the Detroit Lions, for all their defensive frailties, can put up points. Um, Washington are shit, obviously, but I, I don't think they're three terrible teams that they played there that, that they've beaten. I think I think they're a good side, and I think you know there was a lot of talk about them preseason being a like a genuine side that could challenge. They've only got better from a side that just about made the playoffs last year. I I do think they're going to be a quality team in the NFC, and I could see them making a decent playoff run. I thought they looked. Um, I think that it's been a fate. Uh, fav- I don't know if favorable's fair, but like a, it's been a good start to the season. I think you're both right. It's not been the easiest run, but I, don't, I think it's been. You want that type of match, that, that perfect matchups to start a season. I think they've had a nice run. I think that um, they looked good last year in patches, and the defense is is really really good, and that's allowing Hurts to grow and influence games impact games I think they're a really really good side I think AJ Brown has, has made a whole lot of difference to that side and, and has really made their, that offence far more dynamic I think that Judas. They've, been, <laughs> they've been able to <laughs> run the ball which they haven't done consistently so I think it's a good team I think it's a good team, that's why I love the NFL Like truly who the hell knows that's what I love you get what I mean? Who really, who really knows? Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it, it. What Mark says is going to loom very relevant. Um, if their their schedule is very kind, they've got arguably the probably the easiest division to get out of anyway. Um, it's yeah, it's hard to it's hard to think they're going to be anything but a, a playoff team and probably a deep one. They'll have a home game at least. Uh, yeah, it, it's it. It does. It does look good up there. Um, yeah, they'd have to really screw the pooch based on schedule and that start to not be at least the number three seed. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's fair. Um, okay, goes, this goes back all the way to Thursday night football, but Tua, um, we've not spoken about this. We didn't really chat about this the week before, um, where he was staggering around in that, in that game against the Bills, um, but cleared cleared to go back in. Um, it was described as a back injury. Um, he was cleared of any concussion testing protocols to go and play on Thursday night at the Bengals. He took, I would say, a not malicious hit, um, but one that looked pretty painful and ugly. And he, he left the game with, well... It clearly, it clearly hurts. Um, he left the game in the cart, um, and yeah, he's he's had a concussion. There's the whole wider thing of who's responsible. 
um, there's a team, or I don't know, not a team doctor, a unaffiliated doctor that's been sacked. Um, so the NFL just saying, well, it's not our fault, and we're gonna we're gonna blame somebody who's got no no links to us because that suits our that suits us. Um, uh, just a just a horrible mess, and whatever whatever way you look at it. It, it just, it stinks, really. Um, it, it's, it's staggering that he came back into that Bills game. Um, watching that, you could, the way that he, that you, it's an absolute load of bullshit that that was anything to do with his back. Um, so, you, you say, yeah, uh, I would say, though, it was anything to do with his back. Not a the, chance. The way he staggers. We've all seen that clip, right? Where he suddenly light on his feet, or it seems like he's all, and like where, like if your back suddenly gives up, I could see that you'd sort of fall like that. I'm not defending it, but I'm just saying that it's it's after he's just taken that kind of hit to his head. Yeah, no, it doesn't take he's, much he's, forensic digging. He, he, to, he yeah. smacked. Yeah, yeah. He smacked. He smacked the back of his head onto the turf after attacking. <laughs> Um, the fact that he was allowed back into that game was was staggering. It was worse that he was starting this game. Um, something we'll probably never find out, but something has gone on to get him back into that game. And the stupid thing is, based on how Tua was playing, I don't think they're any worse off with Teddy Bridgewater than they were with Tua playing. I thought Bridgewater looked perfectly serviceable when he came on in this game. Um, it's, you know... I, I see today that there's medical professionals that have advised Tua to retire. What? Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, do, do you um, know, this, it, this, this all comes down to the fact that, yeah, on the face of it, you are more at risk with your health if you play this game than if you don't, obviously. Like, it, like well, it's, you're it's a brutal sport. You're going to get... If he's whacked his head on the turf, like he clearly did, everybody saw it and got up and staggered off, I don't believe for a second he's hurt his back. So if he's got a concussion, something has seriously gone wrong with the protocols that they have in place that prevent that from happening. Because you see people walking off the pitch, haven't taken a bit of a knock, um, that you don't then see for three or four weeks afterwards. They certainly don't come back into the game because of because they're in concussion protocol. For him to be allowed back into that game and only to have missed one offensive play as he did against Buffalo is for, for his safety and for the, the precedence that it sets in the league is so worrying. And I get the argument that people like Russ put out about the fact that, you know, he's a, he gets paid a shitload of money to go and play the game, fair enough. But that guy's been let down badly by somebody because he certainly didn't, like, go over and say, no, I'm definitely going back in. Someone else has got to make that call and they've allowed it to happen. I, I think... But I think, how do you do... Uh, this? Sorry, Adam, I just... Like, I get... I, I, I agree, like... I guess principle wise, <laughs> but it is still sport. Like it's happening really fast, and everyone's going to want him to go back in. And if he thinks he's okay, like don't get me wrong, there's a responsibility. It doesn't matter, for doesn't matter what he thinks. His, his no, decision it, it doesn't does. It doesn't. It, 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 it's so very, it does. Thing, but not in the NFL. It doesn't. It shouldn't. Yeah, if, it if shouldn't. You, if your legs it does. Up, is if your legs hanging yeah, off, but it can be up to you. You know, if your your mind is all there, but your legs hanging off, and you think it's a good idea to go back in, that's on the player. But a bro, if there's any part of me aware. that thinks, 
if there's any part of me that thinks I'm able to play, I'm not coming off the field. And like, if you, it, but we the, can say but the NFL is the bastion league where they say if you come off and say you want to play, I'm good to go, coach. The point is, it shouldn't be allowed to be a team decision. It's meant get to that. be the rule. I is, just think it's, it's a hard to thing to actually. Says, it is. It is a. It's a physical game. It's a. It's that like, this is like it's shit. And don't get me wrong. Like I don't know about anyone else, but when you saw two of this week with the the gang signs where it stiffened up. I literally had to go. It's horrible. Oh, like, That's I horrible. Put, yeah. like, it's horrible. I recoiled. It was horrible to see. But you could see it. But it's, yeah. But it's sport. It's for, it, like there is an inherent risk in what we do. Like I, I agree there needs to be reasonable safeguards. But it, sometimes it's going to happen. Like you, if you're going to play a game where you are running at each other a thousand miles an hour, and part of the game is toughness, there is plenty of times where players do not suit up. And they could. There are plenty of times where you are trying to push your players to the limit physically, asking more and more of them. And wanting, you don't want anyone to go home with uh, long-term brain David. Uh, or, you know, some guys are... What's the, the lineman who says he can't, he can't, um, he can't scratch his back? And, like, they, their hands hurt every... Like, this is part of the cost yeah, yeah. of doing this business. So, I... I I get the reasonable concern. I think we should ask questions, but it, it, there's inherent risk in this game. And look, I, I, I don't, I'm not even hating on the teams and the way they've come out about it. Like, I get wanting to get your guy back in there, and and it, I don't necessarily think it means that you don't care about player safety or whatever. I just, I just think the concussion thing that it it needs to be like like I know I I agree with I agree with the whole thing about you know you're signing up to play in the NFL it's just so like rugby I can hear you know, all over they've debated this so much in the last couple of years and there's you know, the all sort all sorts of people on you know, very very strongly there's almost a contingent in rugby that say we need to stop the sport from happening because people get hurt which obviously that's that's an extreme extreme way to look at it but the you, if you want that the sport to exist, there are the nature of it. There are going to be injuries, and you know, with the players, as as Craig says, you know, the players have played handsomely as a result of this. Um, but I there do, are. but concussion concussion is different because, like, do you you're no yeah. longer capable of making that exactly. decision for yourself exactly. if you're concussed because you will say you will say you want to go back in. I'm you fine. believe I'm that you're fine, yeah. but but like everyone that's been concussed and I've been concussed once and I'm sure other people have been concussed like from various sports, whatever. Like if you have a concussion, you sort of just want to get on with it. You don't want anyone to know that you're not okay. And so I, I, I think that's, I'm with, I'm with Craig in terms of the, the sport. It's a physical sport, right? People want to go back in. If you've got a, like a, I don't know, broken collarbone or, you know, you've, you've, pulled a ligament in you torn a ligament in your leg or whatever and you still think you can play fine go back in that's your fucking choice like your brain is fine in that situation to make the call yourself it's it's brain injuries and concussions and things like that i think that's the only situation where i think it has to be taken out of their out of their hounds and in that situation there has to be the protocol should be followed and it should prevent players because it's not the initial concussion that's necessarily the biggest issue it's that second concussion shortly after that can 
you can kill a man, basically, and, well, the, and the, the, they the shouldn't be allowed it, to make that call for themselves. But I guess the issue with it, and I, 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 I agree with that. The issue with it is the ability to diagnose a concussion in the moment at that time, and we're from a safety standpoint. I guess you 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 want to err, err on the side of caution, but from a performance standpoint, no. Is there? Do you know he's concussed right now? Is the man? Well, I'm I'm not able to tell. I need to do further. No, no, no. Get this boy back in. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a difficult position for teams to be in, and. Well, they, they have, we need they to understand these, like, it more now, don't they? That looking at who will watch it happen, and if somebody yeah. hits their heads, and yeah, but, but that's I just think it's such a tough thing. Stagger off if, if, if you get if you get that in the moment, like so they lose to a, for the rest of that game, and maybe for last week, and then he's back this week because he's cleared concussion protocol. They might lose him for the rest of the season now. I mean, Adam's saying it's probably extreme to suggest that he actually will retire, but there are players who have retired because of concussions that they've suffered within the first year or two of their career because they've just decided they don't want to take that risk. Who's you lose the 49ers to forever guy? All of us, uh, yeah. Chris. L- uh, linebacker. Uh, I can't his name. Yeah. The- yeah. I know exactly who you mean. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Like absolute tackling machine. Looked like he was going to be an absolute star for us. And a year and a bit into his career, he said, I'm not, I'm not doing this because it's not worth the risk. And that's his call, right? That's his decision. And I'm not saying, like, if all players did that, I'd hate it because then we wouldn't have a sport. But um, at the same time, you as an organisation are risking losing your a serious asset from your team for a long time just because you wanted him in for the the rest of that game. And that's that's not a good way to be going about things. And and it shouldn't like there's supposedly independent doctors making these decisions, but something's not working there. Like I can. That's the thing that I think that's uh, the thing that's concerned me the most about it. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a decision that the dolphins make. It shouldn't be a decision that Tua makes. There needs to be someone out there, and every sport should be the same. That looks at him, thinks you've just whacked the back of your head after a tackle. You've then stumbled off the pitch. There should be no way he's allowed back in that game until he can be assessed properly. Like yeah, the fact that, that he missed one play. It's, it's ludicrous because like you rightly said, that guy, if he's got a lingering concussion that he, that he gets through, the next concussion could be something that means he can't remember his kids' names. And like to just chuck him back in... To, to be honest, his own name is pretty hard to remember. So I, if, he's, if he's named <laughs> and his kids in a similar... Like, I can't... Can you spell it? Tua, T-U-A. It's really <laughs> easy, Adam. <laughs> but it, 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 it is... Yeah, there's a failure with with this incident clearly it's a tricky one because i i mean i agree like i've listened to some of them all over discussions and i agree with russ like these are grown adults that are making their own decision to play a dangerous sport and you should be like fuck banning boxing and mixed martial arts and all that stuff and american football like no these are grown adults that can make a decision as to whether they want to do the sport um if you didn't let them do it it'd happen anyway because people would still want to play those sports they'd still want to go and box or you know, whatever. Um, it's about grown adults making a decision based on full knowledge of what's going on. And the problem with con- concussions is you can't reasonably make that decision at that moment in time. You need I, it to I, be taken for you. All the, all the stuff about protecting players and like I get all the intentions and the changing the kickoff rules so that you can't run as fast. You've got a standing start and all this, all these little things that um, take some of the danger away. You're never going to get rid of it. 
Um, it's just it's just tweaking the tweaking the numbers a little bit, and the awareness is there. It's it's not as if it's not as if people don't believe that CTE is a thing now, and the statistically football players your life expectancy gets shortened by playing the game, but they people know that, and that's the that's the decision you take if you want to go and play in the NFL. Yeah, and they love the sport. Like a lot of those players, you know, if you don't make it in the NFL, there are still plenty of players that go and play, you know, arena football and XFL and stuff like that, where you're getting paid peanuts to go and play this sport that you know might kill you. And they're going to go and do it anyway because they love it. Is that, I'm going to go with a segue here, is that where Blake Bortles is off to now? Arena football. Um, (laughs) The man has announced his retirement from the NFL. It turns out the last time he threw a pass was 2019. Who knew? Um, wow. that's yeah. isn't that crazy like do, it feels like he just got here this feels like he was throwing interceptions as recently as last week <laughs> literally <laughs> you know what I'm saying is that, is that uh, the problem he just had like a decade of rookie seasons <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, go, go well Robbie um, yeah. I hope uh, He'll be oh. missed, right? He'll be genuinely he'll be missed. He'll be missed more than good character. Good character for sure. I think he had a sense of humour with it. Um, he'll be missed more than Cole Beasley will, who has also announced his retirement. Um, somewhat more sudden. Thank God, he's such a bell, that man. Honestly, <laughs> I can't stand it. What is it Surely he could have had one last rodeo as a brown, like before going off <laughs> into the sunset. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, it? he's just <laughs> two games. Two games with Tom Brady was more than enough for him. <laughs> yeah um, I, I can't see that he's he's what broke up uh, Tom and Giselle um, we know that was AB when he went to live with them um, we, we don't know what happened but we know he's involved somewhere <laughs> oh man big up Tom man oh, yeah. oh here we poor, go poor Tom. Oh. it's the love fest you can't, you can't be happy about a man when he's going through them type of problems there man the guy's been elite for 22 years. That's going to take a strain on the family. You, Adam and Mark, you know that for a fact. I just, so I, I, I just, you've got to worry about how big those alimony checks are going to be. Jesus. Yeah, Giselle, Giselle can afford them. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck Tom Brady. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I just go- love, I just love the fact that in the back of my head, there's Craig when he was at the Patriots. If this had happened, the rant that would be coming out right now. Oh, you'd be Thanks. loving this. Absolutely, hey, listen, t- times change, things change. You know, <laughs> New it's unhealthy. It's weird. It's just weird. <laughs> um, interesting development back out, back to Monday Night Football and the 49ers Rams game. I don't know if you saw the pitch invader. Um, now. <laughs> Bobby Wagner tackled him along with along with someone else, I think. Um, but they're not as famous as Bobby Wagner. So it's uh, Bobby Wagner that is is going to be remembered for this. Now, also, always with these things, I don't know if they deliberately pick Monday Night Football because that's the night that Kevin Harlan does the radio broadcast. But I've already already seen the clip of him, him talking about it, which is uh, just as, as fantastic as you'd expect. Um, but the consequence of this is... Bobby Wagner's now getting sued for hurting the the poor guy who ran onto the. It's I mean it's not even streaking. It was he just had a big pink flare. Um, Kevin Harlan was. <laughs> joking, that's joking not even streaking. that bad a hit. It wasn't even <laughs> that bad a hit. 
What did you go on there? What did you expect to happen? If it yeah. wasn't Bobby Wagner and it was the security, what would be different? Shut Nothing. up, man. Absolutely. It's annoying. <laughs> what, what? It's really, it irritates me. To pe- this is the thing. We've talked about this before. This is, this is the prime example of people not recognising that you can get punched in the fucking face. It really irritates me. You can do what you want, but don't be vexed when someone punches you in your damn mouth. It winds <laughs> me up. I don't, I don't understand well, it. I don't know what Imagine the law is that. in the states, but obviously pitch invasions are technically illegal over here. You're not you're not allowed to enter the the field of play. But I genuinely think they should change the law. So if you enter the field of play, you're fair game. Anything you're goes. fair game. Yeah, any, of course any you are. Can do whatever the fuck they want to you. Completely. Bro, I'm two foot like, tackling you, hundred percent. Yeah, elbows, back kicks, yep. like you'll get think, the finger business. out the bum, whatever, anything. <laughs> <laughs> what? Finger out the bum, no harm done. We well, we, we we said this before we came on there, but what what is why has this changed? Like, they'll pitch invaders have their clothes on now. Like, go, go back, bring the streakers back. Uh, exactly is the point I made. <laughs> Who wants to see this? No one wants to see this guy running around with a flare and then crying because he got hit. Ridiculous. Streakers <laughs> never did that. I never heard anyone running around with their tits out moaning when someone asked them to leave the field. Everyone was just happy. <laughs> it was also much. It was much more fun watching security try to remove a woman from the field of play when she's naked and they're not quite sure which bit to grab hold of. <laughs> I guarantee. Just the big fat like, lad oh, with a jacket. <laughs> Yeah, Bobby Wagner would have no. Bobby, what exactly? We'd handled it differently. (laughs) (laughs) It'd have been been all right. Um, Andrew Simons, R.I.P. Andrew Simons um, did the same thing at a cricket match once and got just yeah, absolute hero for it. Um, The the funniest funniest streaking attempt I think I ever saw was also also at cricket, and it was it was at Bristol at a county county game and. Some some guy whipped all his clothes off, ran on the pitch, um, got you know got to the stumps. Obviously, did the hurdle because that's what all the streakers do when they run on <laughs> on the cricket. Did the hurdle, and the it wasn't the act that was hilarious. It was the way that it was dealt with, um, and the stewards decided literally not to do anything. <laughs> and so, what do you think the guy does? He runs around a bit, like, walks off. Like, what do I do now? <laughs> that was chasing me. And, yeah, eventually, just just sloped off, tail between his legs, got his clothes on, went and sat down. Oh, dear. Bring, bring bring all that back. Uh, Streaking at the snooker. Um, it was far more fun when people were just doing it for the love of getting naked, rather than all this protesting that's going on now. Or whatever the pink flare was, a gender reveal, whatever. Oh, God. oh, if it was a gender oh, God. reveal. Can they go? Can they, is that, can is they... that what that was? Surely that's not what it was. That's just banter, right? That was Kevin Harlan's banter. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Stolen banter. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Bobby Wagner. Um, well, I'm sure we can afford it anyway. Um, I mean, the man's played for two teams that I hate, but good on him. <laughs> Yeah, just the Cardinals to go. Um, yeah. Finally, I'd say finally, um, this, we're going on a bit. Um, did you know that if you are a Green Bay Packers fan or indeed anybody, you can go and buy a foam cheese head at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this week? Um, guess how much it would set you back? 
know, 15 quid. 15 quid. Mark, how, how much do you think you would pay for a cheese head at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Uh, well, I wouldn't pay a 4p for a cheese head at the Tottenham okay, Hotspur Stadium. Okay, fine. Well, but I can imagine it's if, like if it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if it's in excess of like 20, 30 quid. Craig, what do you reckon? I'm pretty sure I spent like £15 on a sandwich at Spurs last time <laughs> I was there. So I'm pretty confident it was a, a few a few quid, mate. All right. 60. 60. Oh, 60 yes. pounds if you want to get yourself a foam cheese head. I have a photo, if you don't believe me. Um, doesn't work that well on a podcast, but trust me, 60 pounds. It's it's good to see it on the shelf behind you though, mate. <laughs> <laughs> very good all right um week five i got i got, I got two quick things mate first oh, no. one we've covered welcome, the niners no 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 welcome back to brian robinson who got shot like five weeks ago and is now back yeah. and potentially yeah. active for this week against the titans well, of course of course it was <laughs> well it well in that man for recovering in time uh, and special mention to the Texan special teamer who made the hit for the turnover at 28-21 and just decided to get on with the celebration when there was a loose ball on the floor and he could have picked it up for the score. <laughs> Gotta love that stuff. We need a new segment, stupid, <laughs> stupidest player of the week. Um, but... Oh, so many. <laughs> All right, week five, one sentence previews. Let's get on with these. We will start with Indianapolis at Denver. Hold on. <laughs> Nick. It's not me. Yes. I think it's me. It's definitely me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting for I might have to are we going or are you gonna say it again or we just gonna leave Okay, it? I'll say I'll say it again. We will start okay. with We will start with Indianapolis <laughs> at Shall I just leave this leave all this in? <laughs> leave it all in. Nothing wrong with that. What's <laughs> an all? Do you think there's anyone listening who doesn't know whose one sentence preview that was? <laughs> no, oh. don't fuck about it. I was unmuting. <laughs> <laughs> so Detroit. Indianapolis at, yeah. Indianapolis at Denver. Indianapolis at Denver. Oh. <laughs> Is Peyton Manning still playing? Like... He was still playing when this was when this one set was previous <laughs> He died ten years ago, Mark. <laughs> Indianapolis at Denver. Ghost of man in looms large these days. My gut tells me both these sides will figure it out, but both look so far away from what we've come to expect. Think Denver edge this one as both QBs find their rhythm. There we go. Jesus. Round of applause. Um, is that all of them? No, no, just one. Um, <laughs> New York Giants versus Green Bay in London. Green Bay playing a team with a quarterback injury woes and a coach who seems to revel in adversity. Let's hope this goes just as hilariously as week four. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. How dare the Steelers not allow Mitchell Trubisky to get one over his old team? Matters not, they're getting battered either way. Tennessee at Washington. A game that will probably end up being closer than it should be with neither team really excelling at anything at the moment. But I do expect a narrow Titans victory. <laughs> I'll take it. LA Chargers at Cleveland. 
fancy this one to be an exciting one with both teams having the potential to hurt you in three phases of football. QB play is the big differential here and why I fancy the Chargers to win on the road. Houston at Jacksonville. This was supposed to be the battle of the basement in the AFC, but while the Jacks are looking good under Pedersen, the Texans can't buy a win. They're at least they're fun to watch. Chicago at Minnesota. The Vikings should be clear favourites to win, especially if they can stop the surprising Bears' third best in the league rushing attack. Really? Sounds like yeah. a mistake. Um, Detroit at New England. It's the Matt Patricia Bowl, um, and the Patriots are winning this one. I know the lines look better, but trust me, home win. They get nine of them marked. Patriots aren't winning. I, I, it's getting harder to harder and harder to, uh, but I'm, I'm going with it. Um, Seattle at New Orleans. Seattle will come crashing back to earth against an actual NFL caliber defense in a game where both sides might struggle to get double digits on the board. Miami at New York Jets. Battle of the AFC East also rams in a game that will help the side who will come second in the division to Buffalo. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Tampa with a perfect bounce back. This could be a blowout. San Francisco at Carolina. An improved 49ers team have a long trip east this week, but should have enough to take care of the Panthers. Trey who? Philadelphia at Arizona. I can't wait for this one. I think that Philly defense is going to cause Arizona and that line lots of problems. If the cards receivers can't get separation, Eagles move to five and nine. Yeah, after what we what we said earlier about the Eagles, could, yeah, this is this is mouthwatering. Um, Dallas at LA Rams. All right, Dallas. All right, Cooper Rush. Okay, overhyped defense. Let's see how good you really are. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Heavyweight clash on Sunday night football where two preseason AFC favourites will both be aiming to avoid starting the season two and three. One of them will. Unless it's a tie. Hopefully a tie. Las Vegas at Kansas City. On paper, this feels like the Chiefs should come away with a fairly comfortable win, but for some reason I've got a feeling this could be a tricky one for them. Okay. Um, now it's time for two twice. We've done this twice. A uh, new regular feature of the show. The Long Snapper Podcast, Worst Game of the Week. Brought to you by Ginster's Pasties. So what's it going to be? Have, uh, well, I've a few two, weeks ago, if you've given Houston at Jacksonville at the start of the season, um, it's, hard to, it's hard to look past that. But I don't know. The Texans are weirdly shit, but fun to watch. And the Jags might be okay. Um, I've got two candidates. Either Thursday night football, the Colts, Colts at Broncos. Yep. Should be it should be a great game, but just the way that both teams are playing doesn't excite me in the slightest. And then sorry, John, Adam, Jonathan Titans Taylor's out of that game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's Titans and Commanders is my other nomination. There's just nothing about that game says I I need to tune in and find out what's going on. Can I can I not tune in either? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Annoyingly, yeah, I, I think. I think Mark's picked the two that I would have picked as well. I think Colts-Broncos, it just looks, to me, that looks like a terrible game. What's annoying? Just, what, just like, before, the, before the season, that looked like it was going to be one of the most exciting ones, right? And yeah, now it's it should just, be. It looks dog shit. Pats-Lions, <laughs> especially with the injuries of the Lions. Not interested in that one. I, I, I'm not... I this disagree. Isn't, this isn't out of... 
out of spite, I'm going to throw San Francisco versus Carolina at you. Yeah, that would be my third choice. It's yeah. a bit. Yeah, it maybe. Just feels, it feels a bit. It's going to be a lot know, of running I kind ball. Of, I kind of admire the way the Niners have got something going with that offense, but it's not. I don't know. Is it, is it that enjoyable? I don't know that it's fun for the neutral. I'll enjoy it because it'll be defensive. You should. Unheavy. You should win. Um, yeah, but yeah, Carolina. I, are, yeah. I disagree with Lions Patriots just because I think the Lions offense will always do stuff that's fun. Um, I, I, I do think Giants Packers could be a really shit game. Like I could see the Packers getting an early lead and just sitting on it for the rest of the game. I don't know. Or, or just I can, blowing them out I, and it'd I'm be dull that a, way. I'm calling a Giants win. I'm calling a the really? most obnoxious, sulky Aaron Rodgers you have ever seen in your life. Um, you the Lou roll won't be right for him. The ketchup won't be right. All he, everything like that is going to happen with his trip to London, and he's just going to be a miserable, moody little prick. And it will be reflected in how, and he will shit the bed. And it won't be his fault. It'll be London's <laughs> fault. And the Packers will yeah. never come back here. <laughs> there you go. But it'll be funny to watch. I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Definitely. Can, can we go with Titans Commanders? Because that that's yes. that is amusing to me. <laughs> I, see, I re, I'm still really struggling to get away from Thursday night football. I think both will be bad games, but I think that can be absolutely fucking dreadful. All right, they're, they're fine. If especially, no, whoa, 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 no, no. I just think Thursday night football's got the if if Rust and uh, Matt Ryan find their stride, I think that could be 38, 35. That's the, a pretty big if, and it's less likely being no on Thursday chance. night. I don't know. That's true. I don't, yes, I don't see there night, being more I than 45 I ain't going to watch. There ain't no way I'm watching the Commanders, Titans. And like no. I say, I'm telling you now, no. that Pats-Lions <laughs> game is going to be dead. Craig, you don't watch any games that aren't the Jets anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I've no idea if that's I'm not true. true. I, 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 I'm not true at all. <laughs> I am the only one who actually watches the games. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh, is that's, that's what it's become. We just watch our own teams and don't still care. Full of his own, still full of self confidence. He definitely is Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Titans commanders, it is. Go with that. Why not? It's a, it's meaningless. What, what's going to happen? Like, who's someone's going to come back and audit that? Actually, that game was quite entertaining. No. There we go. Move on. <laughs> Even if it is, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, you might have watched it anyway. Right. Um, Steve Rains, anytime touchdown corner time, and it's definitely time to win him some money. We tried this, we tried everything. Uh, we're just back to rehashing old ideas. Uh, we think about it, we get it wrong, we come up with all sorts of ridiculous things, we get it wrong. I'm just going to throw you games that you don't expect, and I want a touchdown corner, touchdown player, touchdown scorer, one of them, the last one. <laughs> Um, from each of the I was panicked and desperately trying to go back through the WhatsApp chat to find out why I hadn't got a name for this. And I was like, oh, yeah, because you're going to just tell us games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we have got, I threw, threw a game at Russ. Um, these are all 6 p.m. kickoffs on Sunday, by the way. Just makes it easy with the admin. Um, Russ got <laughs> LA Chargers at Cleveland, immediately said David and Joku, and Marky <laughs> laughed. Um, but that's oh, who we're God, going no. with. This is, this, is, this is where we're at. You know, yeah, this, I mean, he, comes, he followed the rules. Follow the, the rules. rules to be fair to him. Good for him. 
He did. Um, <laughs> it comes from the heart or somewhere in the brain, whatever the quickest. Give us the first play you can think of. Um, and Pat, in a similar vein, gave a much better answer with Justin Jefferson in the Bears-Vikings game. Um, Craig, I am going to throw at you Steelers-Bills. Uh, Stefan Diggs. See? That's how you do it. That David Njoku, honestly. It's that, that easy to not say David Njoku. <laughs> um, all right, Rich. Worst game of the week, Titans-Commanders. Oh, well, I picked him last week, so let's go with to Richard Henry again. <laughs> Excellent. Um, he did actually score last week. Um, he scores most weeks. Mark, Lions-Patriots. Uh, let's go with, because he, uh, no, he had a good game last week, Jamal Williams. Okay. Lions running back. Um, Six touchdowns so far this season, by the way. Decent. All right, Pat. Yeah. With your research and your stats. Lions are good, man. Might be wrong, but yeah. They're scoring so many points. (laughs) That's the thing. He's he's only played like two and a half quarters and he still (laughs) scored six touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw myself to finish this off. Falcons, Bucks, and go. Why? Why did Marcus Mariota pop into my head? He's as likely as any. <laughs> oh, that's your first score. choice. Yeah. That was your first choice. Oh Christ! I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> ruined it. Uh, well, Russ ruined it. I've just added to the ruinedness. <laughs> um, he's as likely to score as any other Falcon. In fairness, um, so David Njoku. Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, Derek Henry, Jamal Williams, and Marcus Mariota. To throw himself a touchdown pass. Oh, yeah. He's due one of them. Imagine, that. Imagine if that wins it. <laughs> yeah. Imagine overtime, that. in overtime, at about 9.45. Walk-off Sunday touchdown, night. throwing to himself, <laughs> but deliberately. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't got any other weapons. <laughs> Even Caldera Patterson's gone down, hasn't he? It's, He's yeah. on IR. Yeah. yeah. Um, carpets, I suppose, but yeah, whatever. Um, all right. I think we've got there um, to the end of NFL chat, finally. Mm-hmm. Any other business? Um, but I'll, I'm going to start. I always finish, end up finishing with me, and it's quite often shit, so I'm going to start. Um <laughs> This was... That's not exclusive to you, though. <laughs> no, that, that, that is true. Um, yeah, a bit, a bit of news or sort of under-the-radar news that I saw this week. Um, Jim Redmond, if you know who this is, uh, he passed away in his early 80s. He was the father of Derek Redmond, who you may recall in the Barcelona yeah, Olympics, tore his hamstring on the back straight and decided, like out of emotion and stubbornness and just sheer will to do the right thing, do what a competitor should do that he was going to finish. And his dad came, I think initially from the stands to almost talk him out of it. And then went, no, this is what my boy wants to do. I'm going to help him over the line. And just one of the, just one of the most magnificent things you'll, you'll ever see in sport. Um, for just just all the all the right reasons, such a tragic end to the the Olympics for him. Um, but at the same time, like 
who what do you remember do you remember who won gold silver and bronze in that event of course not wouldn't have a clue i bet it was michael johnson not the point but yeah just um yeah r.i.p jim redmond there you go um rich i really have one this week um i was trying to think of one earlier today and it's it's all right yeah just yeah it's all right. I've got nothing to complain about. So it's a bit, sorry. It's a bit got... more over doing that, but yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Hashtag conglomerate. Mm, Mark. Um, so I'm watching um, House of the Dragons at the minute and enjoying it. Don't know if anybody's watching it. Good series. No spoilers. So no spoilers. No spoilers here. No spoilers here. Um, but yeah, it's good. Watched um, Sunday night, Monday mornings um, episode, I think is six. And um to the makers of House of the Dragons for future episodes, turn the fucking lights on a little bit. Um, about half of that episode was set at night and you could barely see what the fuck was going on. Turn the lights up just a little bit, just so that we can see what the actual actors are doing. That'd be great. That's all I asked for. It's not too much. Thanks. They literally made that mistake in Game of Thrones as well. That There was that all um, the time. Battle, battle of the Bastards and you just yeah. couldn't see anything. It's so... Saves on production value. It's just people making loud grunting noises and slashy, <laughs> slashy noises, and that's it. Slashy noises and like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. But yeah. It was, honestly, it was ridiculous. There was about <laughs> a good ten-minute spell of the last episode where you could not see what was going on. Maybe the sparks that day just didn't turn up, and you're like, right, what do we do about this? <laughs> let's let's set <laughs> yeah. it at night. Let's make, let's make it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if they don't yeah, want honestly. people to see things, just turn it into a podcast. But they've been making programs at night for forever, right? <laughs> you know, and you can still see porn. what's going on. It's called porn, Mark. <laughs> porn, porn, right? It's Shoot it in the dark. Well lit rooms. You, can, you can still see what's going on in that porn, right? Good for them. This you couldn't, and this is basically porn, and but it, <laughs> it's a kind of interfamily porn, as it turns out. Um, but <laughs> have they gone, gone back to early Game of Thrones? We're just going to put all the boobs on TV. Well, well, it's yeah. If you just watch it, but yeah, um, yeah, it's too dark. Sort it out. Feels like there was some level of spoiler in there. Anyway, uh, Craig, finish this off. So uh, brilliant. Uh, as I unmute, phone beeps. Um, so I uh, don't know if anybody else is, but my mortgage is up in like six months, um, and obviously interest rates and that it's all mad right now, isn't it? So I don't know if anybody. Like, um, well, I guess plenty of people I have mortgages, <laughs> but like, if you're coming to the end of your deal or whatever, um, like now's a good time to like act and don't wait till the last minute. Got some really good advice. Shout out Richard at NatWest, big guy. Um, I've got a couple of pals of mine who do like does that shit, so they offer me my direct advice. But I was talking to the bank today about what my options are or whatever, and uh. God was just super helpful. I, I it was very, very clear. Didn't try to sell me anything. Really honest. Like, was obviously not able to offer me advice because they're recording the call, but wanted to offer me advice and trying to, like, give me the information I needed and that. And, um, yeah, big shout out to Richard. He didn't have to do that. He called me back. He was very flexible, like, trying to, because you can imagine right now, I mean, I don't know. Luckily for us, it's not, you know, not no huge worries. But turns out there are some decent Richards out there. Who knew? There's some, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. Complete, 
blew my blew my mind. Um, but yeah, yeah no, you hear really the name Richard, you think, oh, it's probably a prick. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> what about <laughs> that? He's, he's, he's a dick. <laughs> There's a reason for that. Um, so yeah, uh, shout out Rich. Help me out. Not this one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> you should not have made that more clear. <laughs> Just to be really fucking clear, <laughs> not this one, not this asshole, not that wanker. <laughs> yeah. So to be to, just to recap, thanks, Rich from that West, not Rich with the shit hair. I mean, that could be any other Rich, anyway. <laughs> sure, go with that. <laughs> um, I, well, whatever, however helpful he was, it's not an ideal position to be in for. If, you, no, yeah. if you're struggling people, right yeah. now big up because for some people it must be quite hard man shit is tell you it's not hard for <laughs> yeah <Comes. laughs> say it, say it yeah <laughs> prime ministers who don't have mortgages that's who it's not hard for yeah <laughs> yeah oh we, yeah, we could be here all night if we go there. Let it be known, I didn't make the political argument. Just <laughs> let it be known. <laughs> I was talking about rich, the good one. <laughs> good rich. Do, do you know how? Do you know how that rich voted in the last election? No, no. Right. Green. Um, he's could a banker. <laughs> you could have a guess. <laughs> Let's get out of here. We'll uh, we'll do it again. Same time, same place. No, not the same time. We're back on Tuesday next week. Whatever, whatever's <laughs> happening, we're back on Tuesday. Um, well, Craig's done his quiz. We don't need him for the rest of the that's year. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is his one appearance now. <laughs> He's off. After, after the rest of the, the rest of the autumn off. Um, yeah, we'll catch we'll you there. Go t- well. Be Tony Pollard from now on. In. <laughs> <laughs> the sheep. It's it. <laughs> Bye. It was really sinister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a little oh. bit rapey. <laughs> <Bye. laughs>